0: And welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here as always with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, everyone. Welcome.
0: How are you this week?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Yeah, you I'm feeling good? good? Yeah. yeah. How about you? No, I'm I'm good. Today is uh, today is as we record this. It's an in-service day, so I am I am home recording. My kids are here, and that means that in the middle of working, w- there will be some hooky played, and yes. that always. That is the best part of my day week month when I get to to play weekday hooky with my kids.
1: That's right. That's nice. I think
0: we're going to go see this movie, The Walk. Have you heard about this?
1: No, I haven't. It's a
0: true story uh, about the guy who illegally strung the wire between the World Trade Center towers in New York to walk across it. Oh, and uh, it is. It is. I, I heard this wonderful interview with Robert Zemeckis, the um, the director, uh, and the president of Tony of Sony Studios, who who financed it, and uh, they were just talking about how they made this movie to be an old school like action adventure for ages 8 to 80 that they really oh, want cool. everybody to enjoy this it's it's something that is really it's it's pg like it seems so rare that we get a real adventure that's pg anymore that's right and uh, and so i am really excited to take everybody to it and so yeah. we're going to see it it's imax uh imax 3d which they they really went all out to give you the sense of depth and height of the world oh, Trade Center. Wow. and so it should be really r- quite a ride so i'm very excited to play hooky and go see that movie today
1: that is fun yes Yes. Good times, yes. good times with the kiddos. Great,
0: great times. Love in service days. More of so, those.
1: Well, and you know what they get to do is they don't have to study.
0: That's right. <laughs> so That's right. the last
1: few few weeks we've been concentrating so much on succeeding at school, you actually get a day off. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly
0: right. I love that. That's, That's my favorite. That's right. So we're talking about finding balance uh, between focus, energy, and time today, and this is always a, a favorite uh, conversation to revisit. We've got some great tips and, and follow-up from past episodes, uh, and so we are going to get to that in just a moment, uh, but first, you need to head over to... TakeControlADHD.com. You can listen to the show right there on the website. You can subscribe. You can join our mailing list. to Make sure you don't miss a single episode. And connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TakeControlADHD. And, of course, you can call us. Leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD. 503-664-4ADD. And get your voice and your thoughts on the show. We would love to hear from you. If you've got any questions? Give us a call. We'll, we'll get them on the show. Thank you so much uh, to those of you who have called. We, uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, okay. There you go. There you go. Our preamble is over. Where do we go from there? First, let's do some follow-up, huh?
1: Well, we're going to do, yeah, some follow-up because we did get a phone call and Mm -hmm. um, we have some additional tips to share with people for studying and specifically reading when you have a lot to read. Um, And so this person left a message and um, I thought that the first suggestion was really funny because she was even surprised that we didn't mention Evernote.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I I'm gonna just say in my defense, Evernote is always there in the back of my mind. I know, I know
1: but mine too. because
0: I talk about it so much on other episodes that I, I feel like maybe it needed a break.
1: Okay. Well, I'll give you a break and I'll explain a little bit about um, how she uses it. Okay. How about that? Excellent. Okay. All right. So the way that she uses Evernote for um, reading is that she would have a new note for each week. And under that note, she would develop a to-do list for all of the different reading assignments. And then she would basically portion out each day, like w- how much reading she was going to do when, and uh, be able to kind of check it off as she was going. And you can put your PDFs, of course, and everything into Evernote as we know. Um, so everything was all in that one note and that was really efficient for her. And I thought, well, you know what? We need to bring that up.
0: Yes, it is very useful. And you know, I just want to add on to that. Um, you, one of the coolest things you can do that we could never do when we were studying, uh, back in the day, uh, to share your notes. If you're using your notes in Evernote, uh, you can just click on the little sharing button and grab a public link. And suddenly your note page becomes a web page that you can just email to people. You can email a link and all of your notes are there and all of your, so it's a great way to share notes. It's a great way to share status updates on team projects, create a note, make it uh, a shared, uh, note. And suddenly you have a, uh, just kind of a, a easy way to create a web page uh, very quickly. Oh, so that's a great very idea. Handy. Yeah,
1: yeah, that shared feature definitely. Yeah. Um, the second tip that she had was Voice Stream Reader. Have you heard of it?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, I do. I love it.
1: Okay. So, um, I've, I haven't heard of it or I haven't used it. So you may be able to, to kind of chime in more on this, but what she was saying is that, you know, this will, um, read aloud PDFs and, and reading material that you have. So for her, it was really convenient to be able to listen as she's on, as she's driving in her commute or on her commute, in her commute, whatever you're doing on a car, in a car, wherever mm-hmm. you are on a bus. Um, but the, having that audio, you know, um, feature. So wh- have you used it before? Or- you know
0: i have and i i use it um you know because i when i was spending a lot more time in the car uh, I would love it. So you're
1: in the car, not you, on the car. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was on the car. Yes, I would be on the car on anybody's car. Actually, it doesn't really matter. <laughs>
1: That's right. Um, the
0: So I was in the car and I would hook up my, my phone to the speakers and I would just say here, read read this thing to me uh, because I'm so used to audiobooks and podcasts. It's just a very natural kind of extension of it. I'm, I don't spend as much time in the car uh, as I did right now. And so I haven't been using it as much, but it boy, to be able to just, throw anything at it that is that is written and have it read to you is is really a stellar feature
1: awesome so can we well, we'll we can right we can put those in the show Oh notes. yeah yeah
0: yeah. we'll post uh, a link yeah. to the to those apps uh, yeah in the notes
1: um and then the last tip she had was using an interval timer and it was sort of Kind of like a game is how I uh, interpreted it. Is you know you figure out how many pages you need to read and how many minutes it's going to take you to read each page, and then as you get closer to the time frame that you want, like so if you only want to spend an hour um, on reading, as you get closer to that time, you know you start to hear the timer and it kind of reminds you to read faster, um, and it kind of just tricks you into kind of staying focused for that moment of time so that you kind of beat the timer, beat the time. Um, Um, So, you know, that's kind of a little strategy that she's used that I can see might help people too. So, wanted to share that as well. Well,
0: I I have to add another digital tool to that conversation because I discovered this week. I don't know why it has only just hit my my desk uh, now uh, because it's been out for a little while. Uh, It's a an app called Zen Timer, and this is uh, you know this is for a Mac. So, I'm I'm sorry. This is it. I I don't know of a Windows alternative to this, uh, but uh, I love desktop timers, right? I love being able to just set a timer, and and you know I'm a fan of Pomodoro, and I I, I just love these the the interval timing kind of thing. And Zen Timer uh, lets you set a timer on your desktop, and what it does is it's actually it's a tree, and the tree starts at a sapling. You set the timer and then over the course of the duration of the timer that you set, the tree grows and grows and grows to a big full tree. And as you get close to needing to take a break, all the leaves start to fall off the tree oh, and, that's then, cool. and that's how you know you're, you're ready for a break. It is the most chill timer that I've ever seen. It is fantastic. It's all based on like fractal math and, and it, it creates a really beautiful uh, little tree right on your desktop. And that's great. I think it is just great
1: well and I think it's great that there's uh, you know options that you can kind of go back and forth between different timers you know you yes. can use something like that you can use a traditional timer you can use your phone I mean there's just different ways to do it because then that also is going to keep your mind a lot more interested into it and pay attention when the timer goes off yeah. so and you know I mean this is cool. what
0: we this is this is why you know timing is so important in executive functioning because mm-hmm. you have to see the time passing that's why you you know for your executive you want to train your executive function skill, right? Muscle. You mm-hmm. don't use a digital clock where you've talked right. about that. You want to, you see the sweep of the second hand and the minute hand around your watch or your, or a clock. Um, well the, the same really is, I, I think that's why Zen timer is such a, a fascinating uh, tool, uh, because, uh, you see time passing. You just don't see it as a sweep hand you actually see a tree growing and I think that's a really magical sort of um, sort of thing so Hi
1: yeah, yeah I agree I'm going to check that out
0: It is really cool
1: very cool. All right, so now going back to this balance of focus, energy, and time. Yes, this uh, actually was a comment that was brought to my attention on the blog post a couple of months ago, and um, she had written in, and um, what she had, or actually she contacted me after listening to our podcast about hyperfocus. If you remember, I do when we did that. Yes, um, so that was a few months ago, I believe. And uh, this is what she said, or what she asks. She says, "I focus in one, ta- or I focus in on one task, but my other jobs just fall apart. I lose track of time when I focus on something, which not always is at the top of my to-do list. Then I feel exhausted to do other things. And if I happen to get interrupted, it is quite difficult for me to get my focus back. Any tips to find this desired balance of focus energy?" in time. So, I thought, wow, that is a podcast topic.
0: Yes. (laughs) Right. Uh,
1: And I responded back to her and I, and I want to share with our listeners, um, how I responded and, um, give some ideas and, and just some thoughts around this issue. Um, and I really appreciate that she brings it up and I, I appreciate when anybody brings anything up because I think that if you bring it up, it means that somebody else is thinking about it and not everybody calls in, not everybody writes in. And so um, when, when you do, I just so much appreciate you guys bringing these topics to our attention because she's not alone. She's not alone in these feelings of frustration, right? I mean, this, this is just way too common.
0: Yeah. Perennial favorite.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I see a couple of issues here. Hyperfocusing is one issue that she's talking about. And then she's also talking about this managing, um, this balance with energy and time. Um, so my first suggestion to her in this situation is to kind of, and, and we've talked about this a little bit in the hyperfocus. focus so I'm going to repeat myself a little bit. Um, but I think my first suggestion is really to, to evaluate what areas in your life you tend to hyperfocus the most, because just being aware that the this particular task or project is going to potentially take you down that rabbit hole. It's going to be very helpful for you to be a little bit more proactive on how to prepare for it the next time it is scheduled. Um, so instead of just sort of, you know, going into it thinking, oh, I might, you know, really get distracted here or really hyper focus, it's like really think about. What are the things that that get you? You know, your triggers. What are, yeah, what are your triggers? We need to know what those are. Um, write them what, down
0: too. Write them down write them exactly
1: down. because you might forget, right? Yeah. Or you may not be paying attention the next time that you know you may forget that yeah. this podcast was here and that you listened to us talking about it, and then you start hyper focusing and you're like, oh man, here I did it again.
0: You it's know? totally so, like I, you know, this is a perfect case for you know for my little back pocket field notes. You know, I always have this page in the back that where I can write down behaviors and things like that, that I just need to notice because, and I, I may not ever look at it again, but the act of writing it down helps me cement that this is a thing I need to be aware of in myself.
1: Yes. Pay attention yeah. to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that we've sort of, you know, we're aware of what's, what, what certain tasks or projects might take us there. We've got to set up some kind of outside reminder of, of when it's time to do the transition. Zen timer might be a perfect thing for this, right? right, right. Um, we want to decide how long you want to work on a particular task. And we want to use that timer to remind you of the time. And so just what you were explaining, you know, once you start seeing the leaves fall off, it's time to start to transition. Um, and you're, you can kind of play around with the time frame. You know, if you're working for one hour, set the timer for 30 minutes to just sort of notify you kind of like, Hey, you know, you're about halfway through. That's kind of that reminder. Um, and then again at 15 minutes, okay, start to wrap up, you know, because that hour's almost done. And then at the the top of the hour, it's time to move on. So it's sort of just reminding you that I have given myself an hour and I've put these reminders in here to alert me to, to pay attention that the time is almost up. Um, now we
0: did, we did, you know, and I would just add in there, I working for an hour, I could never do that. Like I, yeah. I would get a really distracted at every time the timer went off. Right. Uh, and so that's why I got to set them for shorter, uh, shorter sprints. Uh, in my, in my work, like if I, if I yeah. were to set a timer for an hour, I, I would actually end up setting it for, you know, 20 minutes and then take a break uh, when that alarm went off the first time. I, I just think there's so much value in clearing your head uh, for two minutes, even if it's just two minutes, just stand yeah. up and walk around and stretch, put the hands above the head, give us a, give yourself a good stretch and, uh, and give yourself the freedom to walk around for a minute.
1: And it definitely depends on what it is that you're working on too. I mean, you know, one of our examples last week with the, with the reading was to only read for 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes, take a minute. So yeah, definitely. I agree that the time there's no set time here that you know, it just depends on the situation and and what you're working on. So absolutely do what you need to do. Um, the other thing that we mentioned before that I think is still really important to highlight is to have somebody help you with this transition. If you know, transitions are hard for you, don't try going in, um, alone, you know, really try to get that extra support. Um, you know, we've mentioned this, it's a lot harder to say no to someone than it is to, to, you know, throw your phone across the room and say, you know, uh, no, thank you timer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not listening Fie <laughs> on you. Yeah. I do not
0: acknowledge you today.
1: Uh, yeah. You're not, you're not alive to me right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think that that's that, you know, having somebody support you that, okay, this is going to be a difficult transition and I really need your help. So, um, enlisting that person to help you, I think can, can really help. Um, and then, you know, she talked about interruptions cause she was saying that it's difficult for her to kind of get her focus back. And so as far as interruption goes, I mean, I think that um, it really kind of goes back to being proactive is what are your interruptions? And if, is there any way that you can eliminate them at the beginning before you even start a project. So, you know, simple things would be hiring a babysitter. If you're going to be working on something in your home, you know, so you can really focus on that, um, closing the door, not answering your phone, turning your phone off, um, turning the email notifications off, anything that you think is going to help you eliminate those trends or those interruptions. It's not to say they're not going to happen because they very well still could, but if you can just be proactive a little bit at the beginning, that might help at least not make them so or not have so many.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, this last question that she had, I just, you know, again, I just love this. I, I, I love it because I just think there's a lot of people that deal with this. How do I find a desired balance of focus, energy, and time and as I was thinking about this, I, I I came down to kind of three different things: um, awareness, intention, and tension, and perseverance. Um, awareness again, I can't reiterate how important it is that you just know where you're more likely to hyperfocus. Being aware of how your ADHD affects you. Um, Pete, you made a really good point. Of I know I can't do it for an hour. You know how your brain works. You know what you need to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really important. You're working with it rather than against it. Um, and just really taking back as much control of the situation as you can. Um, You know, in addition to awareness, I think it's about knowing yourself. When do you have the most energy? What time of day works best for you? These are the times that you're going to be most effective. And that's, you want to match your projects with your energy level. Um, It's not going to do you any good to work on a really hard project when you're really tired, you know, or to wait and do it at the end of the day when you know at the end of the day is your worst time. Um, So it's really just being aware of, of how, how you work and when you work best and trying to, to match those.
0: I, yeah. And I would just, uh, I, the only thing I would add, and, and again, the thing that works for me is sitting down with either a pencil and paper and, and, uh, you know, maybe the, our daily planner, uh, or, or just getting on my calendar online and really blocking out. All the time I have in the day. yeah, And and that includes when I'm going to take breaks and actually putting in, you know, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to walk around the block here. I'm going to go for a run here. I'm going to do this piece of work here. I'm going to, you know, go to lunch here and and make sure that every minute it's going to feel like or at least it feels like to me oh my gosh i'm totally over scheduling but really what it is is i'm just managing my attention because as soon as i see empty space on my calendar i will lose attention yes. i will i will not be able to know i will not know what i'm going to do if it's take a take a break here then i know for the next 15 minutes i am I, I am not to think about other stuff i need to go get refresh my coffee i need to go get a get something to eat i need to you know eat an apple or something mm-hmm. um, but it's not Just empty time. It's intended break time.
1: And that is my set. I mean, that exactly is what intention yeah. is about. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm a big believer on just setting the intention for your day. You know, what is my intention for the day? And every, every, uh, morning before I even get out of bed, I think about, okay, what kind of day do I want to have today? I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to have a productive day. I'm going to have a happy day, you know, whatever it is that I, I, I set that intention. Um, but then I think what you're t- what you're Is you take it a step further and you're like, okay, what are the most important things that need to get done today? How am I going to schedule those? When am I going to do them? And prioritizing your energy levels around those, um, you know, putting structures in place. So you're, you're putting your energy levels with what you need to get done and that's putting structure in place.
0: Be, is, is yeah. What I'm because saying. that calendar that, that yeah. at the end of that morning kind of scheduling session, or I, you know, ideally, you know, I do that in my daily planning the night before so that I know when I wake up that that calendar is the visual reminder of the balance between focus, energy, and time. Right. Absolutely. And it allows me to be much more resilient because if I have something that I just don't finish on time, then I know what I have to move, right? I know yeah. the things that I have to move it throughout my day in order to be able to make up time. I also know that uh, where I'm going to need to be able to say no to yes. other things because I I can't like the, anything else that comes in is going to be a distraction. So I'm going to have to say, look, I don't have time to do this for you. I don't have time to take care of this because of these other things. I will have time. Later, uh, but it it allows me to manage my intention for each individual day, um, Mm -hmm. with, with greater, like you say, intention. I think that's really valuable.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is just pers- perseverance. Um, don't let one bad day ruin your long-term efforts. Um, and maybe it's not even one bad day. Maybe it's you just had a really bad week. Don't let that ruin your efforts because too many times I see people are so hard on themselves and they think, okay, well, gosh... I can't do this, you know. Or they just um, they re- we, they replay these tapes in their heads about how they it didn't work before, and I'm just not a productive person. I can't do it, and that's not true. You can do it. You are capable. Um, you just have to pay back. You know, pay attention again. Go back to awareness. Go back to what your intention is. Um, go to the tools that you have, and um, you know, just be kind to yourself. You you get to start over tomorrow. It, you know, tomorrow isn't determined by what you did yesterday. So, um, you know, just really encouraging people to not give up on that.
0: Absolutely absolutely I love it I love this topic and I you know I feel like I I, I hope people don't hear this and think well I've I've heard these concepts before because I think this 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 is one of the most important muscles that you can develop if you're living with ADHD it is incredibly important and I sometimes I, I maybe take take it for granted because I've surrounded myself with so many redundant tools that allow me to kind of do this it is incredibly valuable to master this and to feel like you're in control of your time because that will allow you to be in control of your intention and your energy and your focus to a, a much greater degree. It, it'll never be perfect. No. Uh, but it'll certainly feel better. Feel better. Yeah. <laughs> that's I love right. it. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Are we, are we yep. good? That's awesome. Good. Hey, thank you everybody for downloading and listening to the show. And you know what we've said, we've said this before, but it really helps us. If you head over to uh, iTunes, if you're an iTunes listener and you log into your account there, you go to the, the taken, uh, taking control, the ADHD podcast page on iTunes, the iTunes directory, and you leave us a, a, a positive review. It helps other people discover the show. It's incredibly motivating for us. Frankly, it's, it's just a nice all around nice thing to do. So we appreciate your time. I know it's not the easiest process in iTunes to do it, which makes it all the more valuable that you take your time and intention and focus to be aware uh, of this show and uh, and help us uh, find new listeners. So thank you very much, uh, as ever. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.